Those of you who follow this podcast or follow Sonic Journal may have noticed that the last seven episodes were themed around a little soundscape recording project I entitled Seven Days of Hills, which was based on the idea of capturing a binaural sonic snapshot recorded from a selection of different locations along the Malvern Hills over a seven-day period. The plan was to record and upload a different nature soundscape each day to give a flavour of the varied sonics you may encounter in late July 2023 across the selection of locations I visited, with recordings made around the same time each day, using the same equipment and settings, with the location being the only alternating factor. Day one started in the north, and as the week progressed I gradually moved southwards, recording as I went. Each of the seven episodes was presented as a soundscape played from start to end with no voiceover chat explaining any further details, just the written show notes providing basic info as I wanted this to be about the soundscapes and locations and for the sound to speak for itself. So during this episode I'd like to explore the project in a little more detail, including the idea, locations visited, my aims and also some of my thoughts and commentary on each of the recordings as we also take a listen. Why do this? The area of focus for this project was the Malvern Hills in the UK, an area which spans three counties, Worcestershire, Herefordshire and Gloucestershire, and is shaped a little like a narrow dragon's back. To walk from the north to the south, you will meet, I think it's 13 hills, and cover around 12 miles. I mean, the area is a local stomping ground of mine, which I've been exploring and recording for a few years, and while it's not an especially large area, one thing I have noticed is the soundscape variety as you pass through when walking or biking the paths and trails from hill to hill. This got me thinking about the idea of taking an audio soundscape snapshot from a spot on each hill to document how each recording differed from day to day across the span of one week. Although I didn't want to simply stand on the top of each hill and press record, as the result in my experience would likely be a lot of wind combined with intermittent distant traffic due to the geographical positioning of the hills and local area. Instead, I thought it would be more interesting to find something a little sonically distinctive to record while still being very much in the area of each chosen hill. So perhaps not on the hill, but around the sides. I also chose not to pin down an exact location for each day and each hill. Instead, I noted a rough start point that I would aim for and then make the final decision as to where the microphones would be positioned after I had the chance to gauge the weather conditions the general soundscape being heard, and other sound factors that may or may not help me achieve a recording that represents the the wildlife and the space and the flow of nature's soundscape at each particular point in time. What was I aiming for? In a broad sense, 
With this mini-series, I was aiming for a set of recordings made over consecutive days out in nature, giving the listener a sense that they are in the space for the duration of the recording, experiencing the natural soundscape as it happened. For this reason, I opted for using a binaural dummy head for the recording to give more of a spatial sense of the location to the listener when listened on headphones, as I was. My hope was to record something interesting and unique to each hill location for each day, but I was also firmly aware that I do not have control over the sounds occurring, only the way in which I choose to record them. So I was, as always, living in hope for something interesting to occur sonically during my relatively short visit to each location. The idea of choosing to record a soundscape, as in every sound heard in a particular area, rather than a single sound source such as a cat meowing or bell ringing, meant that when I pressed record I was choosing to accept that what is going into my microphones was a sonic representation of the area I was in right there and then. So whether the result was to be tranquil, varied and layered, super intense, very sparse or quite focused, I was committed to selecting a portion of the recording to present as a podcast episode each day. If what I was hearing was not representative enough of the natural space, i.e. too much traffic or chatting dog walkers, that kind of thing, then I just simply wouldn't press record. With this series, I like to think that if a person was at some point in their day to put on their headphones and press play on a chosen episode, then they would be transported to that place, space and time for the duration of listening. Kind of like nature time travel for the mind. My commitments to the project. Before I started recording on day one, I made some commitments to myself that I would try and adhere to throughout, mostly to keep things simple, practically, on the day-to-day, but also to set the ways I would work. These commitments are record in the morning, unless other commitments prevent this, in which case record in the evening. Use the same kit each day. Press record once each day and use one or two unedited portions of the recording as the podcast episode soundscape for that particular day. The weather does not prevent recording. Each daily episode will include the recording only, no chat, intro, outro, so just read the blurb and then listen to the audio. Add nothing to the recordings. No layers, no overdubs, no effects. No dynamics control to be used, so no limiters, compressors, gates. Abstract is good. None of this has to make sense. It's about presenting a sound moment in time at a chosen location. The recording tech. Basically, the kit I used was the same each day and comprised of an adapted camera tripod stand, easy to carry, a binaural dummy head, which was a DIY build installed with DPA 6060 omnidirectional mics in the ears, Electrosonics SPDR stereo recorder, capturing 24-bit 
kilohertz audio and Sennheiser HD25 Mark II headphones, all of which fitted neatly into a little bag. That's pretty much it for the background. I'm now going to play some audio from each day, along with a commentary cobbled together from memory and notes I made closer to the time. Day one, North Hill, Birch Woodland rain in an old quarry. July 24th, 2023, 0615, 100 hours. The first day of seven, and typically it was raining. And not just a light shower, proper heavy July rain. So after grumbling to myself for a little, I grabbed my waterproofs, sound bag cover, and some dry bags for kit and left the house. Luckily for today, the first location at the north end of the Malverns had quite a varied terrain and a few options for recording. Some being very exposed and others having a degree of tree cover. I took a short walk into an old quarry cut into the base of North Hill with rock on three sides and many young birch trees reaching up for light. Tucking into the side of the quarry and under a slanted tree trunk, I positioned the binaural head. After a check in the headphones, I hit record and made sure all electronics were safely dry bagged before moving away from the microphones to a human-sized shelter of sorts, where I would take in the situation and try not to make any rustle sounds, which is easier said than done with a full set of bad weather Fowleys on. It is now around 06.25 and I'm listening to a blend of what is being recorded through my headphones and the actual rain hitting the hood of my jacket. The sound of the rain on the trees and wind moving around the branches and leaves was constant. A real wall of sound, which was strangely relaxing, even meditative after a little while. In situations like this, I knew I wasn't going to be going anywhere so just needed to settle in and listen. It was me, the microphones, and the morning quarry rain. Day two, Sugarloaf Hill, east side, Bees, Sunrise, July 25th, 2023, 0550 hundred hours. What a difference a day makes. Sugarloaf Hill, today's location, sits between North Hill and the Worcestershire Beacon High Point. I'm out of breath after climbing up a steep path from the town up to near my eventual recording spot. To the east, the land drops down to a tree-lined valley and eventually down into the town where I came up from. Yet somehow, up here can be very quiet. Weather-wise, there is a little light rain in patches as there often is at this time of year and the wind speed is very low. So on the whole, fair conditions for recording 
in this open space. I sit for a moment and witness a clear, bright sunrise before deciding to focus in. And actually focus low this time with my microphones, as I'm noticing grasses and nearby clumps of what I realise is wood sage covered with frenetic bee activity. As I'm on the open side of the hill, sounds heard from near and far make up the overall soundscape, although bees feature very prominently going about their busy, busy chores. There is some distant traffic too, and the incredible sounds of ravens traversing the hill at points, which I do feel lucky to hear. Day three, Jubilee Hill, Pinnacle Hill, Sycamore Leaf Rattle, July 26th, 2023, 0530, 100 hours. Moving along and down from the Worcestershire Beacon High Point, across the Witch Cutting and along Perseverance Hill, Jubilee Hill is the location of choice for day three. As a relatively small bump of a hill, Jubilee Hill is interesting because it sits on a crossroad between walking paths as well as dropping off steeply on both the west and east sides into different kinds of wooded coverage. Owls and rooks can often be heard around this location, although no owls this morning. I met once again on arrival with an early glimmer of a soon-to-be burnt orange sunrise, but my focus is lost as I recall this hill being deceivingly close to a road which winds around its lower westerly edge, bringing a touch of apprehension from a sonic perspective. As I walk past the foot of Jubilee Hill's South Trail Junction, the watery sounds of a medium-sized sycamore tree took my attention. And after a minute or two of listening, I made a snap decision to use this as the primary subject of today's binaural soundscape. I choose to position my microphones right underneath the lower canopy for a blend of prime rattle and a little passing distant train mixed with clean morning breeze. The sycamore has a brittle sounding fresh leaf seed rattle, almost ice-like. This could so easily have been missed if I'd simply walked on by. Day four, British camp, crickets, buzzards, woodland stream. July 27th, 2023, 08, 27, 100 hours. It's day four and I hop along a little further today, crossing over the A449 for a continuation of the hills at today's recording spot of British camp. This area started off as an Iron Age settlement 
back in 400 or something BC. Although it was radically reshaped to look nicer by the Victorians a little more recently, giving the Herefordshire beacon a very distinctive, smooth, loaf-like appearance from afar. The terrain is mostly grassland and very open with a series of small connecting hills making up the first section near the beacon. Although today I was more interested in the lower lying area to the east. After discovering some shelter from the wind and nearby road noise, there are lots of grasses and bracken around the lower levels and valleys of British camp. And today I'm attracted to a location which banks up steeply several hundred feet to the west and reaches over a small woodland-edged reservoir to the east. I was taken by the sound of buzzards clearly calling from across the water, which really helped me make my decision to place the microphone so as to pick up a soundscape of foreground crickets and buzzing insects in the morning sun, nearby breeze and smaller birds in the mid-range trees, and a wider stereo pickup of the distant buzzards from across the water, maybe 150 to 200 metres away. After a while, out of curiosity, I chose to move along into the small woodland to the right-hand side of the reservoir, maybe 50 metres away from the first recording spot, only to discover the sound of flowing water in the form of a tiny stream running past an ancient, huge holly tree. This was to be the second binaural subject for day four, including some sonic elements of the first location, but with a shifted focus and woodland acoustic. Day 5. Gullet Quarry, Midsummer Hill, Deer, Robins, Tall Trees. July 28th, 2023, 053600 hours. Day 5 takes me to a location around a 45 minute walk further south along the hills from my day 4 spot, and we reach Gullet Quarry, a beautiful place surrounded on two sides by woodland with one particularly impressive towering rock face on the northern side. Although this was not to be the main subject for today's recording, as I still had some steep climbing to do up into a lesser walked wooded valley. I love this space for its acoustic and tall ash trees, although there are a mix of trees including old moss-covered oaks, sycamore and holly. About two-thirds of the way up the valley, the floor is rich with mossy leaf litter and mostly undisturbed around the narrow track I follow, with every tree reaching up for light. The recording location has an ancient feel about it. From up here you can just about hear a distant stream running down to the lower quarry, and my memory recalls the howling winds that rip through this place in winter months. There is a different feeling in this location. A light breeze is present and a constant low-level hum of insects seem to create the sound bed on which everything else sits. 
I'm seated beside an oak and turn slowly to the right, only to see a small deer, maybe four metres away. I was still anyway, but freeze even more so. Our eyes meet and we hold gaze for what seems like minutes. I decide to turn very slowly away and wait. When I finally look again, it is gone. And then I witness a deer call conversation from both near and far. The distant call is clearer and more powerful. It sounds like the closer is perhaps younger. And I feel that it may be the deer that locked eyes with me earlier. I wondered whether they are mother and young. Up, high above the canopy, a raven slowly passes overhead. I feel privileged to be here today and witness all of nature's activity. Although I did also get bitten quite badly by midges while sitting so still and listening. Of course, it was all worth it. Day six, Hollybush, Ragged Stone Hill, Summer Breeze in the Trees, July 29th, 2023, 07.53, hours. On this day, the sixth day of seven, we're approaching the end, or should that be the beginning, of the Malvern Hills range, where the terrain narrows a little, but if anything, life gets more interesting. I start with a long morning hike up Ragged Stone Hill where I planned to set up. And then I see a pack of ravens circle the high point and move on into the distance. Maybe a spot for the future. Sometimes the reality of a location is far from ideal. And this morning was a true case in point. The hilltop exposed a clear sound of local road and very noisy sheep field. So I move on to hike back down through six foot ferns to rethink my location for a short while. I decide to move on to the southern end of Ragged Stone Hill and discover an old growth beech and oak woodland nestled in the dip of two hills so providing a good deal of acoustic shadowing from road and other noises. I sit on a fallen deadwood trunk, part covered in mosses, as I feel glimmering sunlight on my face. Most noticeable is the height of these trees around me, so, so tall, reaching up and swaying in the breeze as the sun cuts through, lighting the leaf-littered forest floor. The sound of these tall trees swaying in the breeze, peppered with quiet bird song, was the resulting recording, and I'm glad to have moved on from my first planned spot to here, where I captured this. 
Day 7. White-leaved oak, chase and hill. Night woodland rain, distant trunk road murmurs. July 30th, 2023, 22, 1500 hours. For the seventh and final day of the week of daily hill soundscapes, I make my way towards Chase End Hill, and we're now in Gloucestershire. Other commitments led me to being out of town all day, so rather than the planned early morning, it's to be a night recording I present for the final and most southerly hill of the Malverns. It's been a very blustery day and evening, with winds and rain coming and going. So waterproofs and dry bags, again, very much in use. It's now a touch after 10pm, and rain has held up, but the trees are still holding a lot of water. I discovered a woodland at the very end of Chase End Hill, bringing a dense mix of swirling winds and leaf water shedding. This area, while it feels really quite tucked away, is actually relatively close as the crow flies to a large dual carriageway trunk road. And with a strong southwesterly wind, the sound from the road invariably rolls up the valley and into my microphones, creating an extra rumbling layer to pair with the rumbling of the moving woodland winds. Well, who was I to deny some additional rumble in this very dark, wet, final night of seven days of hill recordings? The result was a dark and moody recording, perhaps not as purely nature-derived as I'd hoped, but that was the soundscape of the day. I hike with my head torch set to full beam and follow a GPS position marker along a wooded track and meadow back to the van with a sense of accomplishment on the seventh and final day of this little project. I hope you've enjoyed the location and sonics that have been recorded during this week of daily Malvern Hill-based soundscape podcast specials. It's certainly been a busy week of sound collection. As for future plans, as the seasons change, the soundscape will shift and change, as it does, not just seasonally, but week on week around these parts. I'd quite like to repeat this little project next year, Perhaps I'll try a similar approach in different seasons while keeping the locations and recording times the same. And of course, there are other hills I wasn't able to visit in the space of seven days. So plenty of future options. If you'd like to hear each of the seven hill soundscapes, just go back to the episodes number 14 to 20 of Sonic Journal and grab some headphones. Thanks for listening.